Smugglers don't make news anymore. Maybe because regular businessmen have become so good at cleaning out banks that the exploits of smugglers seem like petty crime. But Bollywood loved smugglers once. Its villains snuck in gold, drugs and arms. Daud Ibrahim and Chhota Rajan were smugglers too. But there was one smuggler whose name you probably have not heard. Daniel Haley Walcott Jr. Long name, Daniel was American and a Texan at that. Legend says he was the first man to escape from Delhi's Tihar jail. Not by scaling a wall or digging a tunnel, but in the most imaginative way. Here's what the Times of India said about him a few years ago. In 1965, Daniel managed to escape from Tihar in a police vehicle, reached the Saftarjung airport hangar, boarded his impounded plane and flew out of the country before the jail authorities could react. You heard that right. Daniel had his plane at the Saftarjung airport hangar and he escaped the country flying his own plane. He would have been shot down today, but this was the 1960s. India was yet to mark 20 years of independence. So what exactly did Daniel do? Did he smuggle drugs or gold? Hindustan Times's sister paper Mint says Daniel had a freight contract with Air India to carry cargo between India and Afghanistan. But he had been misusing it to smuggle ammunition in his DC-4 planes. Mint does not say Daniel was in Tihar when he escaped. Rather, he had been freed after spending some time in jail. One of his planes was impounded and kept at the airport perhaps as a guarantee for good behavior but Daniel had obtained permission to visit the airport and service the plane regularly Mint says He was allowed to pour a little fuel in the plane on each visit and by and by he managed to fill enough fuel to fly from Delhi to Pakistan but after that Mint's story becomes hard to believe It says Daniel took off in his plane despite five airport guards hanging on to the tail of the plane. He headed to Pakistan but not before circling over Tihar jail to drop a packet of cookies for his fellow inmates. But the Hindu newspaper says he dropped cigarettes and chocolates, not cookies. According to the Tribune, which is published from my hometown Chandigarh, by the time the authorities woke up and alerted the air force, Daniel's aircraft had crossed the Indian airspace. The most colorful account of Daniel that I have found is by the late Khushwant Singh. He wrote, "No one knows how Daniel escaped except that he did so in a leisurely style. He simply strolled out of Tihar's gates and took a taxi to Kanot Circus, where he bought packets of cigarettes and chocolates. He took another taxi to Saftarjung Airport." The constable guarding his plane sprang to attention and saluted the sahib. The sahib put gas into his airplane, taxied down the runway and without as much as a buy your leave from the control tower was airborne. He flew over Tihar, dropped packets of cigarettes and chocolates for his friends and turned westwards. By the time alarm signals were sounded, Daniel was halfway towards Karachi. When I read these stories about Daniel I naturally wondered about the ineptitude of the Tihar and Indian Air Force authorities. A part of me said I should be skeptical and so I started poring over parliamentary papers from the 1960s and this is what I found. First, Daniel did not escape from Tihar. He was a free man on the 26th of September 1963, the day he flew out. Second, he did not drop any goodies over Tihar. 
there is no mention of such an audacious act in the parliamentary debates i can imagine the government suppressing the embarrassing details but the opposition would not have kept quiet it was a very important and sensational case and the rajya sabha discussed it for half an hour on the 9th of december 1963 altogether daniel came up for discussion in the rajya sabha 14 times between 1963 and 1970 so what is the real story of daniel haley walcott junior's escape this is what really happened daniel was a smuggler but also the president of a small airline called transatlantic airways corporation he owned five planes a small piper apache for personal use and four douglas skymasters he came to india often and in 1962 air india gave him a contract to fly unscheduled freight services between delhi lahore and afghanistan on one of his trips to delhi Daniel was found carrying 10,000 rounds of 12 gauge ammunition according to an article in the Los Angeles Times. The profit margin on smuggled ammunition must have been huge at the time. Time magazine said ammunition was worth 6 times its US price on India's black market. But Daniel was caught and two of his planes, the Piper and a Skymaster, were seized by the Indian authorities. Both planes were placed under guard at Safdarjung Airport. When Daniel fled India, he flew out in the Piper and left the Skymaster behind. By 1967, the airport parking charges for the Skymaster added up to 151,042 rupees and 50 paise. Daniel's arrest was unusual in some ways. His planes were seized by a court order on the 31st of January 1963, and he himself was sentenced to 6 months jail. Yet he was treated generously and allowed to leave India repeatedly on business during January, February, March, April and June 1963. And when he was in jail he was allowed to visit the airport and service the Piper plane to prevent it from turning into junk from disuse. But the jailbreak story is nonsense because Daniel was released from jail on the 23rd of September 1963, 3 days before he flew out of Delhi. Even the order of restraint on his planes was vacated 2 days later after he paid up the penalty for violating customs regulations. The police guard was removed from the planes and on the same day New Delhi magistrate NL Kakkar lifted the freeze on his bank account containing 35000 rupees. Now this is where the story gets tricky. In the evening of 25th September Tata Sons moved court to prevent the release of Daniel's planes. A sub judge issued directions for Daniel to not fly his planes out of Safdarjung and a copy of the order was sent to the airport officer the same day. As a result, when Daniel came to the airport in the morning on the 26th of September, the aerodrome authorities denied him permission to fly. Still, Daniel made his unauthorized flight at 12:17 p.m. He flew towards Karachi keeping below 3000 feet altitude to avoid detection by radar. The Indian Air Force scrambled its hunters after him after a delay of 55 minutes. They had orders not to shoot him down, but it was a hopeless chase as the fighter pilots were told Daniel was heading for Lahore, not Karachi. The embarrassed Indian government maintained that it had served an order on Daniel to not remove his plane from Safdarjung Airport. But after landing in Karachi, he gave an interview to the Morning News in which he said 
If any such order was served when he was already in the air, he was not aware of it. He also said, I quote him, the cartridges I was carrying were at best worth 200 pounds. The most I could have made by selling them in India was about 400 pounds. Can you imagine any smuggler flying all the way from America to India and running an enormous risk for such a ridiculously paltry sum? So how did the legend of Daniel raining chocolates, cigarettes and cookies on Tihar jail arise? I suspect the culprit was a Time magazine profile of Daniel published in 1966. It said, Five airport guards tried to stop him by hanging on his tail. He blew them off with a blast of prop wash and headed for Pakistan, but not before circling over the jail to drop a packet of cookies to his fellow inmates. <laughs>